0: My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. This is Kerry Earnhardt, and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors. Where the pavement ends and the dirt road begins. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Earnhardt Outdoors. I'm your host, Carrie Earnhardt, and alongside me in the Exalta studio is my brother in law, LW Miller. How's it going, LW?
1: Good. Uh, great to be here with you in the Exalta studio and uh, looking forward to a little hunting talk this time of year. That's uh that's all that's all i've been talking thinking and doing is getting ready for hunting season
0: yeah that's pretty cool you know both season archer season started up and i haven't had a chance to go out i did go on my elk hunt though we talked about this a little bit last show and i finally got to go We went out to um uh, Castilla Castilla new mexico it's kind of weird how you say that word but i can't say it I imagine but, that um it was it was <laughs> nice it's was, it was beautiful country you know you we camp out about 7,800 feet, and then we drive in to this ridge and park around 9, 9,800, and you just hike. I mean, we hike 12, 15 miles a day up, wow. up the mountain, man. This thing is, like, straight up.
1: So you drove pickup trucks and such up in, set up camp, and then you could drive trucks in further you from You drive the camp? trucks in
0: further. I mean, they had major roads going in, but then, you know, when you park your truck and you try to locate and you hear them bugling, you try to get set up and— call them in, and uh, they weren't quite in full rut. They they were kind of interested in bugling back a little bit here and there, and then they'd get quiet. And then a little bit later, you might get another one and answer you back, and he might be hot coming in, but he won't come all the way. He'll just kind of ease in a little bit to see what's happening, but he won't expose himself. Gotcha. So, but I had a pretty good guide. I had a, he his name was Carlos, and he came in and we met that night that we arrived, and it's four fifteen in the morning. I 4 four fifteen, man. It don't get daylight till like six thirty, where you could even see. He said, "Yeah, but we gotta get up there and get in front of them before they get up the hill, and, you know, because they come from the meadows to go up in the woods and kind of rest during the day." So we got out there, and it was actually four forty-five when we left camp instead of four fifteen. So <laughs> I, I did prove him wrong. So we got out there, and we heard some bugling going on, and it's pretty cool because we set up on this ridge. It was eleven three, eleven thousand three hundred feet up, and we're sitting there looking down this valley and up on the ridge across from us is a ski slope. Oh wow! That this guy had come in and bought the ski slope and shut it down <laughs> just for his private use, and they do a lot of elk hunts on it. But it was really cool to see that. And you can see up, you know, Mingling along the ridge and everything, and we had this bull bugling and worked him in, worked him in, and he got within probably about, I think I only guess around 40 to 50 yards from us, but there was a bunch of trees, and I couldn't see him. I just seen the tree shaking where he was raking, rubbing the tree. <laughs> and we'd kind of try to sneak in and chase him. And, you know, when, you, when you're when trying to chase elk, it's kind of difficult because they move a lot quicker than you do. Yeah. They're just walking. <laughs> so he got away from us, whenever we never did see him. But we had a several encounters. He, I mean, we had some 290, 270 bulls come in i told the guy whenever i got there I, I said i've got a 327 on the wall and i want something in that range or bigger so he had his mind set to that and when that bull come in that 270 or 290s two bull come in I, I was like man this is pretty impressive i said that's a nice bull to shoot He said, no it's not what you want <laughs> I said, yeah but man it's been kind of tough i'm ready to shoot you know it's pretty exciting he wouldn't let me shoot which is a good thing and uh it was kind of good and bad. We'll get to that later. But <laughs> it, was, uh, it was quite an experience. We had several encounters. And then the last 20 minutes of the hunt, the last day, and, well, I've got to back up. That morning, the last day of the morning, the morning of the last day, my buddy, Paul Schumacher, that we went with, he ended up tagging out on a, his was about a 270s bull. And it was a really nice bull for his first bow kill. And, yeah, he was excited because he hadn't been seeing much the whole time he was there. He'd been hearing them, and, but he just hadn't been in any activity going on so he was uh he decided to get that bull so that afternoon he went with us and was going to film with his phone you know my hunt in case something happens and we uh my guide it's crazy we we drive in and park this i forgot where it was It was kind of back on the corner of the property and we end up walking further than what the guide had thought we were going to be so when we got down to this meadow was going to me and paul got down there and the guy told us he said y'all just sit up on the corner here he said, i'm running get the truck and bring it and park it closer so if we had to make a move it won't be really hard to get back to the truck because up there you have to run and gun it's pretty quick you know if you have to get up and go and it's hard to breathe when you're running at that altitude yeah you know, i imagine when you're not used to it so he uh, went went got the truck and come back and he come back down there to us. he says all right he says i seen some cows jump from game management land that joins their property on that corner he jumped over the fence onto ours, the cows did. He said, I'm sure there's a bull. So, y'all get across this meadow and y'all set up at this little aspen grove and just hang out and see what happens. So, me and Paul, we hike across the meadow and get set up. I'm on one side of this aspen trees. on the other side and we got this creeping cedar stuff, I'm call it, it's all around this tree. It's kind of camouflaging us and hiding us pretty good. And you hear them coming down this mountain and... And you, know, like, you don't imagine like a horse walking through the woods right. hitting these all all these lay down fall downs you know the blow downs logs and everything cracking branches and everything so you can hear them coming pretty good and whenever they got down to where it sounded like they were real close i kind of peeped up over the uh the cedar creep that creeping cedar stuff and there, here he was about 80 yards out coming in straight at us <laughs> nose stuck straight out had a couple cows in front of him he was kind of pushing them along and as i saw was two cows with him so i sit back down grab my bow and get my release locked on to my loop and grab my range finders and i raise up and i'm sitting there ranging him and he's moving you know steady he's not he's kind of pushing his cows and keeps moving and he got to this one spot and i'm sitting there you know with the range fire one one eye closed another one you know looking at him through the range finder and he bumps his cow on out into the meadow and he stops there still in the edge of them you know tree lines and i had a 50 yard shot broadside perfect looking so i ranged him at 50 yards dropped my binoculars down i draw back and i release and that arrow is going right to his vitals and it's looking good and next thing i know that error jumps and kicks up about two <laughs> feet above him and hits the aspen tree behind him <laughs> and he of course runs off and out into the meadow and i'm sitting there trying to knock another error and i'm you know I'll miss it like four or five times getting it knocked. And finally, I get it knocked, and I look at range in 54 yards, and I go to draw, and he takes it back off up in the ridge. Oh. So it was over. So I looked back where that boy was standing, and there were two limbs that come up out of the creeping cedar below him that come up, and they were light color limbs that blended in with him. So I didn't see them. <laughs> I hit that limb, and it, it did. I saw it hit the tree, and I seen the arrow fall down. So I knew it was a clean miss. Of course, you know I went and got there and it was clean through.
1: So. Yeah, that's that's too bad. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, you hate to get that close and not get it, but it still sounds like a pretty awesome experience, regardless. Just having an animal like that you, come you in. You
0: to do it sometime. You I, know, mean, I, I definitely
1: I do I do want to try and we make it have to work. Some year make it work. Here oh, here. Get give get me a break. <laughs> ready for the hunt, shoot? I, they could leave that truck parked <laughs> at the cabin. I'd walk the whole way.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> would. But yeah, it's a lot of fun and it's a good good um, adventure we got to go on and good trip and good times with a lot of buddies and you know we had every thir- four of us there so it was kind of fun and, and the chefs you come in and cooked a lot of uh, meals for us and had some good eating so. that sounds pretty awesome and and i know
1: that, you know that that's it's a good time regardless whether you come home with game or, or not it's still fun and how was uh was the weather good when you were oh, it out there was, was great
0: it? i mean it was like probably high 40s in the mornings when you get out and then it warm up to like 78 80 degrees okay and then you get cool back down in the evenings when you're know, right right like when the sun would go down so yep it nice. was pretty cool i had a true timber outfit me with a lot of apparel and uh, you were all, worked really good
1: all hidden well in yep. your true timber and ready to go you just warm need to, and
0: cozy need the next time try
1: to figure out where those limbs are sticking up in your way Mar- yeah <laughs> I, I, I should have just
0: watched him until he stopped and then ranged him instead of sitting there looking through my range finders but oh well yeah well, it was an experience I had a lot of fun
1: yeah well that's cool well we're yeah. uh I haven't had the opportunity to get hunting yet this year, um, a couple of weeks into the North Carolina season here. And, and, you know, some of the guys we talked with the fellows in the shop that have been hunting and nobody's uh, had any luck yet They're, They've all been out a couple of times and been enjoying it, seeing a lot of deer, just no, no shoot opportunities yet. And myself, I haven't been out. I'm going to, I'm holding out till I get to go to Ohio on, um, I think it's the second week of October. We're actually going to go after the Charlotte race. Dale and I are going to go up to Ohio and hunt for a few days. And then I'm going to file that up and meet up with you and uncle Robert and Tanner and Seth over in Pennsylvania and have our annual doe hunt over there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm really, I'm going to, you know, hit, 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 hit the season hard right off the bat with, uh, you know, a three-, four-day hunt in Ohio and foul it right up with a, another stint in Pennsylvania. So I'm going to get right after it in October, and I can't wait.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, I haven't had a chance to get out. I'm, I'm wanting to get my daughter out. We've got a couple of nice bucks showing up there at the house, and i like to get her on them. But the problem, they're showing up at night. Yeah. Nighttime. It's yeah. dark, and, you know, she's a... Uh, She's wanting to get out there and shoot them, but they just don't give us the opportunity in daylight. Yeah, it's to daylight. tough.
1: In, in this time of year, it's so tough because you, you see them in the summertime, and they're they're on their summer patterns, and they're still coming out in the daylight, and you think, oh, yeah, and then about the time season gets here, they start getting a little more sneaky, and and you don't start seeing them until after dark. But, you know, we uh, – uh, we're we're fortunate these days with our our trail cameras that send us the pictures and stuff like that. So just about the time that you write it off and think to yourself that they're going to nocturnal and they're not going to come out, you'll you'll get a picture pop up on your phone. I got one actually yesterday of a deer that um, that I'm after one of the uh, on a place I hunt out in Illinois and you know a super big buck. I'm showing carry the picture right now on a phone, but we uh, hadn't seen that deer. And wow. you would think to yourself, this time of year, ah, they're going to be nocturnal. And here he is walking around in the middle of the middle of the the good shooting afternoon. Light right there. So, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> and I got about 30 pictures of him all in shooting light. And I thought, boy, I'd like to been sitting in that tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I think their season won't start for two more weeks there. But, uh, yeah, so you just never know. Uh, you know, about like everything else, if you have the opportunity to go out and get in the woods, go do it. Maybe you don't see that buck you're after. But on the same token, just spending some time out in the outdoors, you can't beat it.
0: So. And you never know. He might come in. Yeah. And they do often. So, yeah. But, um. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I know we got a trip coming up together um, with Junior, all of us going up to Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. And there's uh, the wonderful Wildlife Museum that uh, Johnny Morris with Bass Pro Shop has been working on. It seems like for ten years now, and uh, they finally doing the grand opening. So yeah, we got that trip coming up. And
1: well, we know we know in in typical Johnny Morris style that it'll be an awesome oh, place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We spent some time out to at Big Cedar Lodge last year. Kelly and I went out there for just a little two-day getaway and went out there and spent a couple of days. And I'm telling you what, that's uh, everything. Everything he's got going out there is first class. So I I can't even imagine what we're about to see um, heading out there to check that out. And I thought I just, I looked at the list of people that are going to be there for this grand opening of this museum, and I mean it's uh, uh, President Bush and president carter, carter yeah, and bunch you know of entertainers it, yeah just a whole bunch of 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 outdoors people that are you know some big people so it's going to be pretty cool to be there and rub shoulders with folks like that and and also a bunch of you know great racers as well i know that you know richard childress will be there and ryan newman's going martin boyer, truex Tritts, boyer i mean that's there's gonna be a bunch of us much of a, yeah, racers, you bunch know? of us nascar representatives yeah. will be there as well as a couple of the politicians so that's pretty you know a couple of, a couple of race car drivers a couple of presidents of the united states Uh oh, it's all about North the same right yeah, yeah. it's all right so I'm, I'm i'm also looking forward to that that's going to be a pretty neat event yeah,
0: that's going to be fun and uh i know i got some uh fishing trips we're doing some inshore fishing coming up and um trying to get all my stuff together where i can get out in the woods so uh it's going to be kind of tough yeah
1: well that's uh it's I've, hard to pass
0: up fishing trips
1: i know that's gonna that would be hard for me i, I would be uh i would be hard it would be hard for me to go fishing on an afternoon where i thought i might be able to go hunting instead i'd, I'd pick i love to fish don't get me wrong but there's a time of year for that and it's not during hunting season <laughs> well, right now so, your drums and your trout yeah. and all that's running so that's all right. uh, these <laughs> guys yeah, I'm, I'm
0: going to group of guys that are big into it and i haven't seen them in a long time good friends old friends of mine and uh just opportunity to get together so i couldn't pass it up awesome
1: well that's I, i've been really preparing myself i've spent the last couple weeks. Uh, took one afternoon I think it was after the Richmond race I got home real late after the Richmond race uh and so the next day I thought to myself I'm just going to have kind of a a loaf you know spend the day just kind of loafing around the house and I spent the whole day getting all my all my camouflage washed and and of course all the the true timber stuff that you spoke of uh got that stuff cleaned up tried it all on make sure it was going to fit rusty sent us a a bunch of great stuff from down there so that was exciting and i got all my bags packed and i've been shooting my bow i actually was was a little late to get in here to record with you guys this morning because i had uh we've got an event tonight that we have to do so i thought well i'm gonna the next couple of nights, actually, the, actually this whole week, we have something going on every evening uh, with events going on. So I thought I was going to take an hour or two this morning and shoot my bow. So I stopped by Ryan Newman's farm. He said, well, stop by after you drop Wyatt off at school and we'll shoot our bows in the morning. So I did. So I stopped by Ryan's farm. I said, I got to be down at the office. I told him what time I had to leave and, and come. And of course it went from shooting our bows into taking a ride out to checking a trail <laughs> camera, which in turn uh, turned into hanging a tree stand. So I was looking at my watch and he goes, oh no, no, 10 more minutes. And you you've been oh yeah you've been around Newman enough to know that he's just gonna he's gonna get all he could get and we uh I ended up hanging a stand for him before I came in this morning to uh do this so it was fun I obviously it's hard to leave that to come to work yeah I know it is that's why I told him I said man I said I could go and hang stands and check trail cameras every day I said I love doing that yeah I've been but but I've shot my bow several times been stopping in one of the mornings and shooting with him and trying to shoot every evening so I feel I feel really good about my my shooting this year which I've I'm You know, I always make sure that I'm good, but this year it seems like I'm a little bit above par for for how well I'm shooting and got all my camouflage packed and washed and ready to go and... I mean, I think the only thing I've got left to do, I thought of one more thing I had to do. I was thinking of it the other day and I think I, I thought, well, I need to get that done. And that's, I have a, I have to get my climbing stand and I have a couple portable tree stands that are, you know, ladder section stands that I need to get gathered up and packed. But I mean, I'm, I'm sitting on go. I mean, when it's time, I'm ready. That's cool. So I can't wait.
0: That's good. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I'd say I'm sitting on go too, but I'm. Last minute, I'll be I thrashing. Know.
1: I know you're Getting sitting on. I've been around you long enough, Carrie, to know that you're sitting on go and my sitting on go isn't quite the same.
0: <laughs> but I'm always there.
1: I know <laughs> you are. I know works. you are. I know you're there. I know we'll make it happen. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's kind of like I'm you're scent
0: free and my set free. Yeah, it's not quite the same. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, yeah, uh, no, we're uh, –
1: I'm I'm really excited about hunt season coming up. I just you know Ken, Kelly she she laughs this time of year because she says man I, like we'll we'll go to bed and I said ah, I don't I don't know if I can get to sleep so I'm gonna turn the TV on. Of course I turn Outdoor Channel on or Sportsman Channel, one of the great hunting channels, and watch hunting shows. And she goes man you're just you're just ate up with this, aren't you? I said I am. This time of year, as soon as I get one day of cool weather at the end of the summertime, from that day on till the end of hunting season, I'm it's on. I mean I'm just uh. I'm just after it. That's so.
0: Cool. Yeah, I've been shooting my bow, and I'm, I'm really, pretty I'm, I'm good out to. I've been. Mean, I'm shooting at 80 yards with it, so I've been pretty comfortable with that. And that's my old Matthews Q2, the old reliable. I go always go to, but uh, I feel good being able to pull it and everything. Last year I had to use that crossbow because of my surgery, but I'm I'm ready this year. I've been shooting a lot, and nice. I may get my bow tech out. I got a Bowtech bow. I got a bow, tech bow. I'm, we all three, me, you, and Junior, got one, and yeah. None of us were comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I never got really
1: shooting to where I where I was comfortable. Of course, at the time when we got those bows, I think w- it was close to the start of hunting yeah, season. Yeah, we didn't have time right. to work We were with already them. dialed in with right. what we were shooting that right. summer and ready to go, and didn't want to take any chances, I guess. And of course, one thing leads to another. And next thing you know, you just uh, it ends up sitting on a shelf more than it should. But yeah, they were they were nice bows. I'm, I'm
0: working on mine because it is lighter than my Matthews, and uh, you know, if I if I wasn't so stingy or you know. <laughs> can maybe go out and get me a nice new bow uh, it would be probably better but it's just hard to buy a bow when i've got two sitting there
1: yeah well and you know with the uh these days it seems like there's a lot of uh of new bows on the market but all of the companies now are, are building a real good bow they're all they've all got it figured out you know yep. they've all got a good plan to to give us
0: hey sis how you doing look she come in and say hello 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 <laughs> So mm-hmm. We can say hi. It's kind of kiss my hubby. Oh. We,
1: we just got done talking about uh,
0: we talked about you in this time of year. Yeah, we just talking w. about how you
1: said uh, I was the other day. I think I don't remember if you said ate up or addicted was the word to this hunting stuff. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. All <laughs> the above. All <laughs> right, love you. Bye. Love you. We um. So yeah, th- these days it seems like there's a lot of good options on the market for bows. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, in the olden days, somebody would come out with a new bow, and it was a really big deal because right. they were, you know, it was something that was really new. And I think that all the companies have just gotten on top of it to the vi- to the point where nowadays the new bows just there's no huge leaps and gains right. into a new bow. Yeah. So I mean, I- I'm the same way. I mean, my bow, I've got one that's two years old, and then I've got one that's six years old, and and they both shoot great. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying that anybody in, that's in a position to go get a new one shouldn't. But on the same means, I think that we're all sitting pretty. We have good, capable means of killing with a bow these days, no, regardless of what you're shooting.
0: Yeah, It's just hard. I mean, I found that it's hard to get it adjusted to something new. It takes a while. I mean, it's not like you just, if you've got a bow you've been shooting, like my Matthews, I've been shooting it quite a bit and shot a lot. And I'm very comfortable with that. And it's hard just to go get a new bow. And be comfortable right off the bat with that. Yeah,
1: so, I know. I think about that when I see, you know, that's you'll another issue watch watch some some of the hunting shows and stuff like that. And, you know, somebody will get a new bow shipped into him. Oh, we just got this bow yesterday, and I'm going to try it out. And I'm thinking, I mean, they, they must, obviously, it works for them, and, and they do it. But I am terrible at shooting. That's why I have a, a five- or six-year-old elite bow that I still hunt with, because I've had a Matthews bow for two years that I love that Matthews bow. But for whatever reason, I always go back to my old reliable. And when I drop back, it just feels right in my hand. And uh, I feel like I could, you know, I almost don't even have to use the sights. I could just shoot it instinctively almost. And so for me, a new bow that is that. So I'm two years in the making of this uh, of this Matthews Halon bow now. been shooting it for two years, and I think I'm finally going to go ahead and, and bite the bullet and hunt with it this fall because I, I feel like I'm dumb well, not to. No, that's the only way you gotta do it that way. Uh, that's the only way yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, but I and I've shot it a lot. Like I said, I've shot so much yep. this summer I feel really good with it. So
0: Well I know uh Junior, I mean uh, we you know, we do several hunts and stuff and he hunts a lot like with you and he's always wanting to shoot a bow. He just he's not a yeah, gun. He hunter. uh
1: when we actually when we bought the property in Ohio that was uh you know, uh, himself and, and, and Martin Truex and myself, we, we got the property and got talking about, you know, when we were going to go hunting and kind of marking the calendar of what dates we wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure we could all go together, uh, and we would mention hunting season, or gun season, and yeah, he just has no interest in gun None. hunting. Uh, not even muzzleloader hunting, really, because, you know, uh, last year Truex went up and he shot a real nice one with a muzzleloader, and Dale Dale didn't have any interest in muzzleloader hunting either, and so he's just, uh, he's a bow hunter, yep. uh, which is fine. You know, it's awesome, and I, I, I am as well, but after, by the time gun season gets here, I'm totally ready to pick up a yeah, gun. You know, yeah. whether it be a rifle or a shotgun or a muzzleloader i've had enough of of watching deer out there at, right. at 60 and 70 yards that i can't shoot with a bow i'm ready to make it happen so i'm ready i'm ready to even the game up a little bit they've been and,
0: schooled enough to know that people are in the woods yeah, looking for yeah. them too so i enjoy yeah, the heck out them, of them uh, close encounters aren't as common as they are at the first of the season
1: i'll get through the october bow hunt and of course uh early november spend a couple more weeks bow hunting and right. um by thanksgiving time is when our our, our rifle season starts in pennsylvania and you know the monday after thanksgiving and when that day gets here the last thing it, years ago i did i carried a bow during gun season and now it's like i can't wait for rifle season to get here and take that rifle out and i really i enjoy the heck out of rifle hunting and you take a little different approach to it you don't have to be quite as cautious with the scent and stuff like that because now you can shoot out there a little further and i uh, i really enjoy that time yeah i like
0: i like days. them both i just i just can't imagine junior i mean this guy's never really wasn't into hunting until the last several years. Yeah. You know, and he's just dedicated to a bow. I mean, I, you'd think he would be all about guns and everything, but. Yeah.
1: Well, and, he, and I think, you know, for him, he enjoys being out there in the woods, and I also, that also, when we bought the property, I mean, he wasn't all about you know wanting to make sure he gets a deer every year. I mean, in, in Ohio, you can only shoot one buck, and you know, so a lot of people take that approach. Oh man, I want to make sure I get a buck this year. And he's like, yeah, oh, I mean, he's you know very patient as far as his approach and knowing that we need to take time to grow some big deer. And you know, he's like, yeah, oh, if we don't get a deer every three or four years, that's fine with me. And I was thinking to myself, I mean, I would like I, I can say I take that approach, but I promise you that if I had to go three or four years without getting a deer, I'd get aggravated. There'd be some <laughs> small deer getting yeah. shot. By accident. You'd be shooting something. <laughs> something <laughs> shot, yeah so i love i love i love managing deer and passing them up but i also you know uh, i love to harvest and feel like i've accomplished what we set out to do which is you know to obviously put a lot of work into it and you set out to harvest the deer and, and you know i'm not going to shoot a small one but i'm going to hunt hard enough that i know i'm going to you know hopefully get a, ra- a crack at something good
0: all right LW, with all that being said i know we've got uh, some things coming up and hunting and everything and we're all about getting our family and kids and outdoors what have you got or if you have anything planned with the family i mean i know kelly's and carson and kenny and why all of them love being in outdoors and you know i've seen some deer that kenny's shot. i mean carson shot and i've seen deer that kelly's shot they're bigger than mine so <laughs>
1: yeah well uh you know kelly she loves to hunt and just uh i don't have any specifics right now with kelly it's hard with her schedule and my schedule and to make it all work and she's course i'm trying to talk her into hopping the truck and you're flying or whatever and going to you know ohio or illinois or something like that i I, and i just we can't both go on a week-long hunting trip so that's hard i just try to walk on a fine line because i still want to be the guy going (laughs) on a week-long hunting trip (laughs) you know well her going and you not we uh you know a couple years ago i took her to indiana uh she had never hunted the midwest at that time she had only hunted pennsylvania with me and i said well you know she sees all these hunting shows on TV and stuff like that she says man that's you know that's wild those great big deer they shoot so i uh i had a a trip uh actually leased some property out in Indiana and a friend of mine tony and i went out there to hunt for i don't know maybe a a, a 9 or 10 day trip out there to Indiana to hunt to bow hunt and i got kelly to fly out and hunt maybe the i don't remember if it was the first part of the hunt or the last thing was of, first
0: part cause it seems like that she y'all didn't see anything and oh yeah she left is when you we started got yep, seeing yep. deer
1: so she came out to the for the first part of that hunt for i don't know three or four days and she actually got a chance to to bow hunt out of state which was cool because she hadn't done that so we she ended up not getting anything but we had a good time doing that and then she left and i stayed and i don't believe i got one but we did get into the deer um so that's the only, you know, Midwestern hunting that she's gotten the chance to do. Uh, other than that, we typically just Pennsylvania. I mean, she's she's bow hunted Pennsylvania. She's shot the bear in Pennsylvania with a bow several years ago. And, uh, of course, gun hunted Pennsylvania and shot a bear with a gun in Pennsylvania and a couple of nice bucks. Mm-hmm. So we we look forward to Pennsylvania. I think that's her place. I mean, I think she's, you know, she's just comfortable there. She knows the woods. She knows what to expect. And she just enjoys that. So I don't, we don't really have our scheduled figured out for you know for what we're going to do then but i'm sure that she'll either get up there and do a little bit of bow hunting or of course you know come gun season spend some time with a rifle up there hunting and then the rest will just take as it comes it seems that these days it's hard for us to I mean I plan my trips out pretty good and it it, it, um, it it allows me to do that with Dale because it locks me in the time that I know I have to go when Dale's going so that works good for me and you know we get to spend time together the other parts of my hunts when I'm just going is usually you know I know I'm going to go these days but I don't know for sure whether I'm going to Pennsylvania whether I'm going to Ohio whether I'm going to Illinois and they're they're my three key states where I'll I'll try to deer hunt. So if, uh, if she can slip in on any of those, then for sure we'll take advantage of that. And as far as uh, the kids, Carson and Kennedy, both, uh, Carson's shot a couple deer here in North Carolina. Uh, Kennedy has went hunting with me, but never, you know, been the shooter. Um, she likes to go and sit with me and from time to time shows interest in wanting to, to shoot. In fact, she, uh, she said something the other day about, you know, wanting to shoot her bow and get better with her bow so she could bow hunt it. And I told her, I said, well, Kendy, we can go gun hunting. And she was going to try to turkey hunt, and the timing just didn't work out. Um, but she's she kind of comes and goes. So she has spurts when she wants to go, and then other times when she has no interest in it. So I just, you know, take that as it comes. And, you know, if, if she wakes up uh, one Saturday morning and has the the... Initiative to want to go hunting that afternoon. I'll I I always keep a place set up where I can take her, and you know whether you know if we if she wants to go bow hunting, I can set her up with a crossbow and she can use that. And she's not you know big enough for you know ready to shoot the regular compound bow yet. And then of course in gun season we can do that. So I'm always on go for if the girls want to go, but I never am prepared to count on them going. You know if they don't go this season, it won't be the end of the world. So, you know, we'd play that by ear and then Wyatt, Wyatt would go with me. I mean, if I'd said, Wyatt, you want to go hunting? I mean, he would go every day I went. The problem being is that five years old, he's not in a <laughs> position to be able to do a whole lot of archery hunting right. with me. He's not going so to, he's... I, uh, I'll, I'll probably have a ground blind set up in Pennsylvania. That way, if he can get up there during one of our Pennsylvania trips and, you know, depending on the weather and the circumstances and how serious I want to be about it. You know, if I can go slip him into a ground blind and he and I sit there and, you know, try to look into shooting one, so be it. But, um, you know, as far as, and and the same with gun hunting, I mean, I can, he, 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 you know, he can go sit in the blind with me when I'm gun hunting and he's just not going to go and spend a whole day and he's not going to go. And, you know, if if it's, uh, you know, one of the prime days of the season and the weather's perfect and. I know there's a big buck I'm after. It's going to be hard to take him along. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, he's eager Mm -hmm. to go, but I'm still a little leery on when I can take him. And he's not, you know, he's been shooting his bow and doing pretty good with that. And he's got a little 22 that he likes to shoot, but he's not, you know, obviously I'm five years old. I'm not prepared to have him, you know, actually do the hunting. I I don't want to, I, I had to be 12 years old in Pennsylvania growing up as a kid to be old enough to hunt. And I feel like that was one of the peak moments of you know i mean if i think of my favorite birthday most kids will tell you you know 16 because they got their driver's license or 21 because they could you know old enough to drink or whatever it may be uh my my number one birthday of my life was definitely my 12th birthday because turning 12 years old meant that you could go hunting and so I don't know that I'll make wait till he's twelve. Obviously, these you know nowadays it's not the same way with kids. Nowadays you can take kids at any age as a a mentor. You know, different states have different Mm -hmm. laws, but most of them you can take them just about any age. But I'm feeling like you know, you know, eight to ten years old. You know, right now I would say ten, but I'm sure I'll get eager before that. But I want him to have a couple years of of really looking forward to being able to do that because I know how much he's going to want to do it, or I hope he wants to do it the way I did. Because I mean, I spent, I would say my you know, at 10 years old and 11 years old, every single day, I mean, I was just eager to the day I turned 12 years old so I could go hunting. Right. So, you know, that's what I see. That that that, what I see do. that in
0: him now. I mean, he's all about being outdoors and shooting bows and stuff. And yeah. I, I don't see how he's not going to be like that. Yeah,
1: well, I'm sure he will. And I obviously hope he will. But I also, like I said, I want him to learn that. I don't want him to be, although we live in an in instant gratification world these days, I want him to to experience those things in life that you really looked forward to or, 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 and, or worked hard to accomplish. So, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, just that mindset of knowing, man, I can't wait to turn 12 so I can go hunting is just, it creates who you are as a, as a person going forward to you know r- to try to fight some of the <laughs> instant gratification not that i'm not guilty of instant right. gratification because i'm as guilty as the others i mean i sit here and look at my phone you know and, and look at pictures when in the old days you had to go pull cards you know i mean <laughs> yeah. it, it, I, I i am a, uh i understand that's part of our life and the way we do things but I also like to keep a little bit of that tradition involved and i think that that's that's part of it, it will be you know when i when I finally get my head wrapped around it I'm going to set him a date and say you know when you turn 10 years old then you're going to be allowed to go deer hunting and you know maybe he can go shoot squirrels prior to that or whatever it may be but he's going to have a date and he's going to work towards waiting on that date to to understand that so it's important to me that'd be
0: really cool I think I know I got you know my daughter's 14 and I try to get her out as much as I can but her schedule has kind of gotten hectic like ours has she's you know got volleyball and rodeo and all the time and it's like You know, she's got her fall break coming up, and I've got an inshore fishing trip scheduled that whole week of her fall break. So I hit my wife a text. I tried calling her, but she couldn't hear me when I was in New Mexico. And I hit her a text says, Hey, I noticed that my inshore trip is scheduled the same time Kayla's fall break is. If I cancel cancel my inshore (laughs) trip, would there be an opportunity for us to go take the horse trailer and go camping somewhere and maybe get some hunts in? She said, oh, yeah, that would be great. Let me look and see. And she said, oh, no, we got volleyball Monday night, Tuesday night, Friday night, and rodeo on. I said, I'm staying. I'm going fishing. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, fall break's not much of a yeah. break, then, is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, that's that's funny you say that because it, not knowing the school schedule back when we scheduled our Pennsylvania hunt, it falls the week of Wyatt's fall break. So I'm that's what I'm going to – I think that we'll probably – I think on a schedule we go up there maybe on a Thursday – and I think that we're all gonna hunt till the following Wednesday or whatever it may be. And if that if everything holds true and in, in and I don't have to get back for anything work-related, then I'm going to probably have him come up maybe the second half of that week of his fall break and, and he and I can just spend some time at the cabin because I, I I feel, I mean, here I am, it's his first year of school in kindergarten and it's eating me up every day that he has to go to school and can't hang out with yeah. me because typically, you know, t- Friday was yeah. ours our day. Usually yeah. on Friday I'd bring him here to Junior Motorsports, he'd spend the day at work with me, and then we'd, you know, cut out early in the afternoon we'd go do something and, you know... Yeah. That was always our day. Well, now – because in preschool, we didn't have preschool on Fridays. Well, now with kindergarten, he has school five days a week. So that's changed that whole perspective. And when I saw that the one week he's going to have off, I've already planned to be out of town. I'm like, well, dang. So uh, I'm going to try to make something work that week as well with him because it's, uh, you know, obviously – important to be with the kids and the family and and, and i just and, and i enjoyed i mean you know i sit there and look through my phone at my pictures and see pictures of him out there riding on the bad boy buggies and shed hunting and putting corn out and doing all the stuff that that we like to do in the outdoors and i think to myself man i don't you know i got to get him some of that on the week of his fall break <laughs> especially in the fall you know what other time of year best time of year to be out in the woods
0: yeah i know in the days that she's not got volleyball games she's got volleyball practice so and if she don't practice you don't get to play in the game, so. So it's all blown that whole five weeks blown for me. She's got, she's got volleyball that whole time. And then the weekend we rodeo. So, you know, it's all <laughs> from like Sunday all the way to the following Sunday. is always something going on that day. So I'm, yeah. I i do not feel so bad about my fishing trip now. No, I
1: always, I always had, you know, I always got a chuckle out of, uh, when I was growing up in school, I could care less about any sport. I mean, I didn't care about any sports and, uh, you know, with with racing, I felt like I I devoted all my time to racing. But come hunting season, you know, back then racing locally up in Pennsylvania stuff like that, your pretty much season was over by September. Uh, you know, maybe had one or two races left, maybe. So I was always able to go hunting and take advantage of all of the hunting season. And it was funny because all my buddies who were really into the outdoors and into hunting and all that, you know, they were either had football or had basketball, whatever it was, and they couldn't go hunting I'm thinking to myself man there is no way I would decide to go play football or basketball if I thought that was going to eat up my hunt as a teenager I'm thinking man I mean these kids they're just eat up with hunting and wanting to be outdoors and then they look at their schedule I I think to myself did you not think about that before you signed up for (laughs) basketball football whatever but obviously I'm sure they enjoy that as part of their life and that was just different I guess a little different for me
0: yeah I'm glad I'm definitely going to get Kayla out we got this property in virginia that i was talking about we've gotten on, on leasing and um like i said we got some bucks there showing up at the house mm-hmm. and i just i want to get her out there and i know she wants to be out there so i'm gonna have times and opportunities that um maybe she might have to miss a little bit of volleyball practice yeah yeah um but we just got to get out there and just i mean she calling sick on her or something i don't know <laughs> but definitely gonna get her in the woods and get her her um uh, she's gonna shoot a crossbow because she's not where she could draw back enough weight on a compound to be shooting right deer yet so we'll get her out there with the crossbow and maybe some gun hunts too
1: yeah that, that sounds my awesome my wife
0: I'm, i am just want to get her She she's talking about going and hanging out with us on the virginia property because we got a little cabin there that we can stay in but i know she's it's up around like the mount airy area and she's wanting to get out there and do some antique shopping so I,
1: that's a good area for that.
0: We uh I think we may be making a trip like that where she'll sit and blind with me in the morning and she goes to the antique shopping. I might I might have to figure out how to get out of going to antique shopping somehow. <laughs> I know she's gonna to try to trade that off somehow.
1: Well yeah, that's a, I know that we, we we camped up there uh one time and we spent you know, spent an afternoon riding around checking out some of those antique shops and old furniture shops and stuff up there and that's a that's a nice area for that. So but that's good for I mean it's still a good time together because it is y'all will spend time whether you're camping or staying in a little cabin or whatever it is and you know kelly and i did that we did that in ohio a couple years ago we went to ohio early season and first part of season i'm not a big fan of morning hunting in the early season i like to just evening hunt rather than try to go in there and bugger up the deer in the mornings so i uh we we had a lot of time we would go we went to ohio we did it for maybe uh, a couple years in a row uh, in early season like the first week of season and we'd get up in the morning we'd go to breakfast we'd ride around and check out little shops or up there there's a lot of Amish country so we would check out some Amish shops and you know uh, little places like that and then have lunch and then you know by the time you start time start getting cleaned up you get washed up and go sit in a tree stand and uh, you know hunt the evening so we did that and really enjoyed it you know a couple of just long weekends you know maybe Friday Saturday Sunday something like that and uh, we really enjoyed that and I, I it, honestly I I, I would I should push to her to try to do something like that even this year because it's 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 really fun and it gives us some good quality, you know, she and I time. Right. So we we enjoy doing that
0: stuff. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm excited. So. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to call her. I'm gonna have to call her back up. She just left her. I'll call her back up and say, hey, uh, we need to mark a weekend here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on the schedule. Yep. Well, that's cool. Well, that was a lot of fun. A lot of exciting things coming up, and uh, nice to hear the stories that you had. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to. Uh, I guess next time we get
1: back in here, we might have a couple of these under our belt and we can uh, we can share some of our success or or like your Oh hold on, a minute. I didn't. I have to check and make sure I cut your shirt tail off before you leave me out of here today. For that, that, you that, that miss. Uh,
0: you're, you're not. Entitled. Hey,
1: a miss is a miss. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta you pay the price that. regardless. But yeah. no, I, I'm, I'm, like I said. I mean, I think that we've mentioned it multiple times. But I'm just super pumped up about that Pennsylvania hunt and can't wait to go spend time with you guys. And I mean, I think we spend as much time cutting up and having fun as we do hunting. But that's. The, uh, I can't wait to get up there and do that. So next time we get back here, we can tell some of our tales and then uh and
0: what chores we had to do yeah. for you
1: oh well, i got a list don't worry I'll, ha- do. I'll have a list for you yeah i know yeah, <laughs> yeah well, i'm
0: looking forward to it too I, it's always something i talk about all year when you're leading up to that so yeah i'm excited and looking forward to having fun hanging out with all you guys absolutely and cool well debbie i think that's about the end of the show so we'll just tie it up right here and catch up with everyone in a couple of weeks i guess sounds great all right <laughs> Well, that's it for Earnhardt Outdoors here in the Exalta studio. We want to let everyone know that the hunting season is about to be in full swing and we'll be very busy. We are going to take a few weeks off, you know, do some hunting and maybe get some stories to talk about next time we come in. And I uh, think it's probably about a month or so we're going to be off and chasing deer. How about that, L-Dub? I can't wait. Uh, I'm really excited. Maybe we get something and have some big stories to talk about some hunts.
1: And yeah. Stuff. Well, hopefully we can... Uh We'll have some pictures we can maybe share on the social media and, uh, you know, get back here, of course, and talk about that. And, you know, we just want to thank Exalta for all they do for Dirty Mo Radio. And to keep up with the latest Exalta news, follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Exalta Racing. And uh, we will be back in a few weeks with. uh, Hopefully, we all still have our our no-shirt tails cut off our shirts, which I'm sure that that might not happen, Carrie. No. And uh, we will be uh, really excited to share all of our our great hunts with you guys uh, towards the end of October.
0: Well, awesome, folks. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media
1: account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan.